1: Inside Sources Inside, Inside Sources where KSL offers you talk deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio.
0: We are happy to have here with us on Inside Sources today, Derek Miller, who is the president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber, who had an excellent piece in the Deseret News yesterday. Derek, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show.
2: Glad to be part of it, and thanks for the opportunity to talk about some important issues.
0: Right. So I feel like you, like all of us who are into politics, are really paying attention to the state legislature um, and all the things that are happening up on the Hill. Can you tell us, and in your piece you've itemized a number of different priorities that you have, can you talk to us about which one's maybe the most important or maybe if you've got, you know, a top two and why you're focusing on them?
2: Well, if it's okay, maybe I'll give you a top three, And the thing that I think is really interesting about the topics that we are talking about and focused on as a business community, you talk about water cooler topics, right, the things that people talk about around the office, and they're exactly the same things as what we call the dinner table topics. What people are talking about in their homes are the same things that people are talking about at work, and and they're these. It's housing affordability. It's a big topic. Uh, workforce, where's the economy headed? A big topic, and then the third one is water, and every it's on everybody's mind.
0: I love that you use the phrase water cooler. I feel like I'm um, old enough to remember that being a thing. <laughs> you know, I wonder sometimes <laughs> if our young people just don't. But I love this idea of how water cooler topics are the same as dinner table topics, right, Derek? Probably because. We are all human and we know the challenges that we face. Okay, so talk to us about what specifically the business community is talking about when it comes to housing affordability.
2: Yeah. So this is important because businesses need to have employees and employees need a place to live. It's as simple as that. The first thing I want to say about the housing shortage, and it really is an issue of supply and demand. It's something we all understand. Economics 101, our prices are too high because demand is high and the supply is too low. And so where we are focused as a chamber, as a business association is what can we do to remove the barriers and some of the things that are unnecessarily adding costs to homes. And so we're working very closely with the legislature. We're also working very closely with cities and towns across the state. We are just at a point right now where we can't have uh, some city saying, we don't want uh, multifamily housing in our, in our town or in our city. We've got to get rid of the nimbyism, and we've got to do this, not necessarily for ourselves. Those of us who already have good jobs and have a, we're able to get a home, we need to do it for the next generation who are in college, who are growing up, who are ready to get a job. They need those homes as well.
0: I love that. So the NIMBYism, right? Not in my backyard. The idea that there are cities that are saying this like other people can manage. Right. The housing shortage. Um, And you mentioned in your article that you work to have a unified um, progress, you work to have a united business community, and you did just mention working with the legislature to figure this out. How do you persuade, right? So if a city is kind of dug in its heels on the nimbyism aspect that you talked about, how do you persuade them to come together with you to see the greater good?
2: Well, it's the proverbial carrot and the stick. So there are incentives that the legislature could give to communities to provide more affordable housing. But there also may need to be a stick where there are some detriments or things that they don't wanna have happen if they're not willing to provide this kind of housing. So those are the kinds of things that we're talking about with our legislature. And I would hasten to add, by the way, uh, the issue of homelessness, because that is certainly tied to affordable housing. And so as a chamber, we are advocating for more funds to be spent on homeless resources But we strongly, strongly say that any money that's given towards more homelessness resources needs to be matched with enforcement, because we know that our homeless brothers and sisters living on the streets, it's the worst possible thing that could happen to them. So if we want to be able to help them and at the same time be a community of law and order, there needs to be enforcement of the laws along with funding resources that are given.
1: I'm Dave Cauley
0: Derek, I love that answer. So let's circle back a little bit to another issue that you raised, which was workforce. And so you cite in your um, article that we had the most severe, one of the most severe worker shortages in the nation. Um, How do you meet that challenge? Like, what do we do about that?
2: So Utah's unemployment rate right now today, as we're talking, is at 2.1 percent, the second lowest in the nation. It's great for someone who's right about to graduate from college and is looking for a job because in Utah there are still lots of them available but it's hard for businesses when their number one challenge is worker shortage and so there are a lot of things that we can be doing and certainly we're working on as a business community to get more people into the workforce and give them more opportunity for example just last week the Salt Lake Chamber released a report talking about the economic impact to both households as well as our state economy on having limited options for childcare. The report we released showed that almost $600 per month per household is spent on childcare. Some people can afford that, many people can't. And there are other things that we could be doing to uh, remove barriers to the workforce. The Chamber has for a long time advocated for immigration reform to increase the opportunity for lawful legal immigration. And, of course, we're also a champion for the Clean Slate Initiative, which is about second-chance hiring, helping people who may have done something wrong in their past, but it's in the past. They're trying to move forward in a productive way, but they may have a criminal record that's limiting them, so we're working on those kinds of issues as well. Anything that we can do to remove barriers to people entering our workforce will be good for them, and it will be good for our state's economy.
0: All right. And then the third one you listed, which seems like everyone is talking about, which is water. How are yeah. you going to... Yeah. I love you, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you fix that? Like, what is the business community? What do they have on their agenda to try to address that challenge?
2: Well, the chamber has for a long time been an advocate for conservation. And that is important. And it remains important. But the truth of the matter is, is that we are in a situation now with regards to water that conservation is not enough and so we are a firm believer that everyone should do their part and it certainly makes us feel good when we're taking out grass strips in front of our homes but the reality is, is that is not going to get us where we need to be to solve this issue and so we are actually very positive in what we're seeing out of the legislature and out of the governor's office water infrastructure investment in infrastructure that will help us keep the snowpack that we're experiencing this winter and hopefully future winters, but we also need to have a very serious, even though it is a very difficult conversation, about where the majority of our water is being used in Utah. And once we understand those facts and where the majority of water is being used, it will help us, it will help lead us to the right decisions and the right solutions.
0: All right, Derek Miller, President and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber. Derek, thank you so much for being with me today and being on Inside Sources. Any last you know, item you want our listeners to hear that the business community is really going to focus, focus on?
2: Well, thank you for the opportunity to share some of these priorities. The only thing I would say in conclusion is that we often use words like economy and prosperity and productivity. But at the end of the day, what we're talking about is people real people. And for a long time, Utah has had a strong economy, which allows people to take care of themselves and their families. It's the strength of Utah. And our priority, number one priority, is to make sure that that continues.
0: Derek Miller, I agree with you. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I love Derek Miller. That was such an interesting conversation. That
1: was was great. And particularly in light of the the previous segment where we talked about the president, the the role of a chief of staff of a president. Right. Derek served as the chief of staff for a governor. Right. And and I saw him firsthand like like managing the whirlwind that goes around the governor. And now I'm assuming he's got a little bit more of a easygoing. uh,
0: Maybe, but he's going to solve water. He's going to solve homelessness. Right. I feel like. He's probably the Mr. Fix-It of Utah, maybe. He's going to meet all of those challenges for us.
1: Quite possibly. He's got a lot on his plate, and it's the uh, the largest chamber in the in the state. And so they represent, you know, they kind of speak on, on behalf of businesses. And so it's, it's great to have him as a, uh, as a guest on the show.
0: Yeah. So coming up, W-2s. I've gotten a few of my W-2s. Maybe you have, Derek, as well. So tax season is upon us.